I'm detecting something of a life. Oh, Alex, shut up! I'm doing the episode. <laughs> God damn it! I'm setting I'm setting up radio theater here. Hello. Okay, coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, WKB Jesus, Wario K. This is Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm Jeremy Schmidt, your host. I'm here in the creepy castle. Uh, as listeners of the show know, I received a letter at the beginning of October that said that my entire Zoo Tycoon crew has all vanished. Away they went to this creepy castle, and I've been trying to hunt them down. We got deadlines to meet. I got a show to run here. I got comedy to do. So, uh, a couple episodes back, I uncovered some coffins that had a couple of my, uh, my fellow compatriots inside, and then we went down into the moor, where I, we pulled out what we thought were dead bodies, but were more members of the, the team. And now I'm up here in the attic, looking at old portraits of old, <laughs> old men on, on the wall. Ooh, this one looks mighty familiar. This is, uh, huh, sort of a, a handsome old man, if I do say so myself. Is this, uh, let me read here. It's, uh, uh, uh the name seems to make out to Alexander Gascan? Hey, that's almost whoa, me. Whoa, 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 <laughs> behind me, behind me. Oh, Alex, there you are. You look so young. Yeah. But this portrait of you looks so oh, interesting. It is interesting, but I will not explain. <laughs> okay. You know, what I, you know what I like about Alex's portrait? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it stays old, but he keeps getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not. I'm not prepared for these zingers. Hold on. <laughs> that one gets that. And then Alex. Well, my dear boy, you've earned yourself. One of these. Alex is the man. Alex understands. Alex speaks of all the girls so neatly in his hand. Flawless victory. <laughs> Welcome to the show, uh, what Alex. Are, what's up? <laughs> hey, great to be here. Thanks for checking out my creepy portrait of old me. Yeah. That definitely does not have a sinister explanation for itself. Well, great. Do you mind if we, uh, we peruse some of the other artwork we have on the wall here? It looks like there's another portrait here hanging. Looks oddly familiar. Another very handsome, older, older man in here. My God, it's this one says, uh, uh, Jacques Mala, don't go into the basement." That's me. Whoa, behind us. Look, he's, oh my God, he's like a 13-year-old boy standing here. He's so young. He looks so, so fresh. Yeah, and I'm not wearing the sailor suit like I am in my old man <laughs> portrait. It's creepier when you're so ancient holding the lollipop in the sailor suit. <laughs> much uh, worse. Well, well welcome to, to the show. Uh, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for being here. I, I guess we'll... Find out what the deal is with these older. I mean, did you get I like? I don't a... think so. I don't think we're <laughs> gonna find out what the deal is. I, mean, <laughs> it's just... I, I, I would go so far are. as to say there's nothing to look into, and you should yeah. stop asking questions. Interesting. Well, um, not asking questions to... is apparently what I'm good at, according to July Diaz. <laughs> Terrible interview. Mm. I um, just want to say that Alex's song is like the biggest <laughs> Brit. British invasion nightmare I've ever heard. Of. I I like, want to look into like 
the progeny of that song, but I'm like, I'm so like, <laughs> how many steps removed is it from a cult and a mass suicide? I know. I, it's so like, probably cre- not many. Too it's max. so creepy. Yeah, too max. You know, yeah, at least somebody in that band <laughs> knew Charles Manson. Oh, yes. yeah. I feel like it's like the English Charles Jacques. Manson. Bonjour, Jacques. Yeah, and bonjour to all the fans. Uh, yes. Glad to be here. And a hearty bonjour to you. Um, all oh, the shock rollers. We have one uh, one final portrait over here. It said, "Wait, I've never seen this one." Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is like the sexiest old man I have ever seen. It's got oh a, He's kind of doing a, a little caboose out to the Ooh. to the to the uh, portrait. Uh, what's a portrait maker? The artist? I just just Portraitist? painter. Painter? Painter? Portraitist? I'll ask Chelsea when I'm here. Oh, oh, he's behind us. Who is this? Oh, oh my God. Read the name. The, ni- the name is uh, Michael. Uh, Mike O'Hearn. Mike O'Hearn. Uh, Michael. <laughs> uh, Mike. Oh, no, it's it's Michael turned into a zombie. Oh. That's a horror fiend pun on my name. <laughs> Michael O'Hearn. everyone? My God, you look like you're seven years old. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's obviously a compliment. <laughs> uh, my God, you look so good. You look so. Are you seven? <laughs> are you seven years old? Oh my God. Oh my God. I'll never tell. Uh, Michael Hearn, where do we? Uh, it just we means that you're not slicing and dicing. It means that you're mm, getting muscular and everything. Teresa, I'm not talking to. Sorry, no, I'm not talking to her. Slicing and dicing, very Halloween apropos. Yes, there's lots of slicing and dicing this this Halloween season. Boy, boy, I gotta say, uh, making my way through this creepy castle, scary stuff, scary stuff all around. Cobwebs, yeah, also, rats. Also, we're bats. kind of a shoes off uh, place in the creepy castle, so I mean, you didn't know, so it's okay. But I assumed be- since there was so many footprints leading all around the castle up on the walls and the ceilings oh so you did know all right yeah i did know and i have to keep my shoes on too dusty look yeah. you can be a shoes off house if you dust your floor okay but no here's deal. the thing i want to tell you a lot of random steps have a single nail shooting up you know, so be like, be careful. There's a bunch of those throughout, and we could. Yeah, get but rid if you of step them. on them with your shoe on, you're going to ruin that shoe. So yeah, that's you that know, potentially really true. Through. Yeah, potentially yeah. true. It's mm-hmm. a good thing that my feet are really, really tiny, and I always buy like size 12 shoes. So there's just a lot of open space. Well, your feet are kind of like a deer's feet, where they're yeah. a little just like you know, <laughs> I don't know. Straight like down. A, they just like go straight down a few inches. Yeah. Uh, it always keeps working out for Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking up for Jeremy. Um, <laughs> folks, uh, well, hey, since I got you guys here, I mean, do you mind if we pop on mic and just talk about some video games and kind of bullshit around for a little while? I mean, what else are you going to do in a creepy yeah. castle? Look That's for true. a buried treasure? Definitely don't try the, the food. The manor? I mean, yeah. what, what else are you going to do but talk video games? Oh, treasure mm-hmm. does sound good. Mm-hmm. Treasure, well, you know what you need with treasure? The Buy developer, more video games. Uh, video games? And we're back. Um, okay. Uh, Alex Gaskin. Hey, That's me. Video games, do you like them? Do you play them? Which ones recently? Oh, 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 boy. Do I ever like and play them? I recently finished uh, the Yakuza Kiwami, the remake of the first Yakuza game. Oh, yeah. dude. Had a, that, had a blast. They'll get you one of these. Oh, uh. I love it. I love when I get one of those. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Had a, had a ball. 
finished the game, and I was like, well, it's time to put this one away and uh, move on to something new. So I am currently playing Yakuza 2, baby. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you start with zero? No, no, I didn't. Um, I'm going to do zero after two. Nice. And just keep it, keep it going, because I'm just like, it's everything. It's open world. It's martial arts. It's stories about criminals and revenge. You're a guy who walks through city streets just beating constant asses and then just humiliating other men. And I'm just like, it's nice to find a video game character that I can relate to, you know? Yeah, that is sort of your sort of your thing that you do around L.A. proper. Is yeah, it's what of, I'm known for in this town is yeah. just hitting five or six guys at one time and then just like making them cry. Yeah. One time I saw Alex with a stranger and Alex was just holding this stranger's hand, sort of dragging him behind him. And I was like, Alex, where are you going and with who? And he says, oh, I'm just trying to find a toilet to give this guy yeah. a swirly. Yeah, that's that's what you do with turds you find on the street. You flush them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, that's great, man. I've always uh, I've I've turned on zero. I've always wanted to be more into those games, but mm-hmm. uh, just have I, it's always time seems to oh, be yeah. a thing. Yeah, like, is, something else comes thing. up, and but how long did it take you to beat that first one? Was it, how long are we oh, talking? Thirty question. hours. I have to check and say between twenty five and thirty. So not that ain't that seems more no, attainable. And I very much like kinda like drag my feet, like look around trying to find all the little things. Like one thing I'm loving about the second game, way more like pointless little detours into rooms that don't have any obvious function. They're just mm. there because it would make sense for them to be there. They're, it's a very it's much more immersive than the first one. Gotcha. Which is interesting. And it does one thing that I've always wanted to talk about on this show uh, have you ever like paid attention to a character's feet when they're walking up a flight of stairs in a video game? <laughs> no, but I bet my friend Quentin has. Quentin, come out here and talk about feet. <laughs> so let me tell you, the thing about the feet is... That's all. <laughs> it was an unsustainable so impression. Good, yeah. So yeah. good, so like, good. That's fantastic, yeah. and I'm glad... More we... would have been bad, but that was really <laughs> good. That was, that, okay. that was Just perfect. a that worked taste. Yeah. I, I thought he actually showed up. No, this is one of those rare games where they're like, oh, let's try to make the feet going upstairs look realistic. And I was just like, you don't have to do that. It's just hilarious when a game does because like yeah. you're so used to just seeing them like just run. Clip through the steps yeah. as they're running. Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this one is just like, no, he should actually be walking up these steps. And I was like, that's very sweet of you, Yakuza. Man. To think that I need that. I, I love watching video game characters walk upstairs wrong. It's just, it's just very funny to me. Yeah. Very, I'm very charmed by that series from afar, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm all the way into it. I'm, yeah, I'm Yakuza pilled, baby. I'm, I'm all in. Love it. Ahead of, about to get ahead of ourselves with the whole like scary horror. I guess we're already there. Um, my favorite stairs in a movie are definitely the stairs in Psycho when the guy falls down. Oh, oh yeah. that those are good stairs. That's you know, hard green to beat. Screen where he's falling backwards onto him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. just good shit. That's, that's yeah. Oof. Now, now I want to think of good stairs. Maybe the stairs that people give me in an unfamiliar town Ooh. might be good stairs. Um, yeah. Jacques, mine is the, the Fred of stairs that dance <laughs> with Ginger Rogers. <laughs> um, dead a stair. Anyway, uh, Jacques, um. What have you been playing? Dude, I've been in a drought. No. Been, mm, oh, yeah, boy. I've been in a drought. I've still oh. been buying games. 
Okay, good. Uh, good, 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 good. As long as you're supporting the industry economically, that's all we ask. Yes, very nice. Um, but I've like I haven't been playing anything. I I want something to grab me. Um, I want something that I could like you know just sink into for a couple hours at the end of the night. Dude, and nothing. You know that I'm sure we've all been in this phase before, but it's hard and lonely. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in it with you. I want to. I just want to mention. I'm. I'm in it with you. Yeah. Dude, thanks I mean, for you saying know. that. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. It's just like felt super lonely and sad, and I like yeah. was nervous to come on this podcast. No, <laughs> dude, I'm right there with you. Okay, when when you. I look you know back, what? when I look back at my week about what I've been playing, it's just trash for three minutes at a time, and then mm-hmm. and then and then opting to pick a movie instead. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, isn't it the worst when you like want to play a video game and you end up reading a book? Mm-hmm. I read a think piece today. That's how lost I am. That's how lost. Uh, think piece was great. I, t- I told, I read it and then immediately told the entire think piece to Jackie. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> that's why you read a think piece. And Jackie was asking questions. I was like, actually, could you not ask questions? It's kind of derailing me, derailing me, just completely regurgitating everything I just read. <laughs> For sure. Um, uh, what yeah. was the think piece? Was it good? It was actually great. And I don't actually, I, it made me realize I don't read enough think pieces because I was just enthralled with the format. <laughs> like, as I was reading, I, like, I know a lot of people have like moved on. Like, we make fun of think pieces now, but uh, this one was about uh, Jon Stewart, actually. It was about mm-hmm. like, um, it was about kind of the, uh, the decline of Jon Stewart's relevance and the Venn diagram of Tucker Carlson's relevance and how those their two careers mm. intertwined back in 2004 mm. and what yeah. and how their careers have gone since pretty nuts pretty sad yeah. it was sad but it was like yeah kind of eye opening yeah that's a weird like that seems like an impossible job to be like <laughs> have the most cutting take on contemporary politics and be a comedian that's right. just like that just I, I understand why he would quit doing the Daily Show at his peak, where it's like, what an impossible nightmare of a job to like sustain. Like you'd have to consume all the news all the time right. and be funny, and it just seems like yeah. a drag. He quits. I mean, you guys got to read it. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like the timing of everything is crazy. He quits in 2015 as Trump is like gathering his like for. It's mm. like it's a it's a nuts when you when you put yeah. all the timeline together. It's like really crazy when you think about he like abandoned how, us he abandoned us is what he did well no he we, just, need, we needed him and he left us it, it's it's yeah you got and then what he did since and then to 2020 it's like it's like it's a it's a, it goes into everything it's really fun it's can i really ask did, he, did they talk about john stewart's like brief foray into professional wrestling because that was a very weird time for me no was, was that between 2015 and 2020 yeah. or was that really <laughs> yeah like while he was retired he was just like showing up in the wwe he like he cost John Cena the world title. <laughs> so don't really? say he was doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's the you can see him like wow. get slammed by John Cena. Like it's that's out. Did he ever wrestle Billy Corgan? Uh, I don't know. No, he was no. Did John Cena was in the big Bo leagues. Rocca? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that is a legitimate yeah. thing. It was just like everyone was like, "Where did John Stewart go?" And I was like, "Oh, I have the answer, but it's kind of embarrassing." Yeah, for me to admit because I'm such a cultured guy. He, he had. We'll talk. We got to talk about this off mic actually. Cause I don't think the <laughs> listeners care about this at all. But it's very interesting. Yeah, these dumb video game fans don't care about politics. No, no. There's controller in hand. 
hands, no, slack they, jawed. Sorry no, to all of your Patreon no. subscribers. Don't they re- <laughs> don't unsubscribe in mass quantities. Jeremy um, will execute me after this episode to punish me for my transgression against you. So please do not cancel those subscriptions. Yes, but if I if I see one subscription canceled, Alex is a goner. And if I see zero subscriptions canceled, Alex is a goner. So do what you think is right here. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hearn, come on, you gotta you gotta hit me. Dude, give us the something. juice. Give me the juice. I need the juice. All Please right, tell me you're also playing Yakuza. <laughs> I, I've not played Yakuza in a oh! minute, unfortunately. Sorry. It's, um, fun to, it's fun to learn on mic how the words are actually pronounced. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I knew that the whole time. You know, oh, I, I grew up in Texas. Do not trust me to pronounce anything <laughs> from another language. Yeah. Jacques okay. thought it was called Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Yahooza. <laughs> sounded kind of racist so if you didn't leave after alex's comment yeah. like please yeah. don't leave after if that zero subscribers comment. leaves jocks a, a goner okay uh hern all right everyone start rolling in subscribers when i tell them that i've been playing mario plus rabbits what the, the new one stars of or sparks of hope and oh man i did both so Hearn, correct me if I'm wrong. This <laughs> game is not called Mario vs. Rabbids Seed and Spark. <laughs> I don't believe so, no. None of that seems accurate. Okay, so what's, what's it called? On? Sparks of Hope? Okay. It's, it's called Mario's Plus Rabbids, Owls of Gahool. <laughs> That's right. No, Chuck was actually right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Um I uh love this first game. Yeah. I'm at, yeah, so tell us, is the second game good or bad? It's good. And I would say all my right. bid fin too Time is like, news. oh, is it going to be? Oh, all right, fine, never mind. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> my bid fin too was going to be like, well, if it's good, is it just going to be a better version of it, a la XCOM two to XCOM one? I would say it's very different, and I would still say I have heartily recommend whenever the first one goes on sale, which it does often for like fifteen bucks, you can get it. Love that game. This is a whole different beast, a little bit in what it's doing. Like it's got kind of like a world situation of like you're exploring worlds and finding little side quests in them it's almost like open world rpg style and then the battle system itself is different it's not just it's tom grid style anymore it's almost valkyria chronicles ish oh weird yeah it's really interesting and i mean there's still different elements i'm not super deep i beat the first area of sorts and I got a, sort of a taste of the combat system and what the upgrades are and it yeah. feels a little easier but i'm also still very early so who knows but I feel like what it's doing is it's kind of like playing with the form a little bit more. And I, I like it. I also think it's very fun. The game, it, the first Mario Rabbids is a very funny game, just in concept. And mm. it plays with it there, too. This is also just picking that up off the ground. It's already got the rab. It's already got your favorite Mar- rabbit characters, rabbit Mario, rabbit Luigi, rabbit uh, Princess Peach. So you're just already there, happy with your favorite characters, enjoying the goofiness of it all. So. I love uh, Rabid Peach. She's great. Rabid Peach, one of my mains. Mm-hmm. No, um, so far, so far too. Yeah. So this is exciting news. Do you honestly though? And again, like, whatever. Like, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, do you like this version better than the other, or do you not I, in, compare in your brain? They don't compare, and I mean, I'm having fun with just the new worlds of it. I feel like it's more state, like they're all kind of stage based, but this one almost feels like so much optional too. That like, if I want to get into a fight, I can, and then otherwise, I'm like just exploring a world. 
the other one was more level based where you just had every to do level. Every yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there's like so much side quests, so much additional stuff, but I'm also like that's fun too. I I didn't go at it at my leisure and I'm yeah. liking it enough that I'm just doing it anyway. Um yeah, I feel like it gives you more tools, like more toys out the bots early on than they ever did. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like um I don't know, like I it, it still has room to grow. I'll I'll keep updating as I go along. Yeah, I I haven't I I love Valkyria Chronicles. I have not like beaten one or played yeah. like you know what I mean like put unfortunately too much time into them. But I played way more of the grid based mm-hmm. sort of strategy games. Uh, Jacques, you're a big strategy game head. Did you ever play Valkyria Chronicles? I'm interested. No, I I played the first one for like ten minutes because mm. uh, my roommate had it a few years back and the world wasn't super appealing to me. So I didn't stick with it, mm. which I know is stupid because it's like the same world as half the strategy games. Yeah, um, it's very like it, it might as well yeah. be fire emblem, you know, war, I mean? like, war world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> guys on horses. Yeah. Um, but uh, I never really, never really played them too much. Kind of a yeah. blind spot. I, and I played the, I haven't really played the first Mario plus rabbits either. Strangely, because mm. I got it for free when I got my switch but I was so enthralled with like Mario Odyssey and stuff. And right. I've never gone back to it really. I know I need to. Yeah. I, it's so, it, uh, Mario plus Rabbids might have like this weird opposite problem that a lot of games have that it's like, it's so put downable, like that you just put it down for good a lot. Like, mm. I, like I, it's so easy to beat a stage and then, mm. and then have that, that, huge feeling of like oh i need to go outside i need to go do something else like like make uh, love to your wife i need to go make love Mm. to my wives um yeah yeah it's it's a different yeah it's definitely like unlike a lot of games that like really keep you in there that game i feel like almost is like no you're good you're good you just did this it's a big thing buddy go take a break (laughs) uh it's really condescending yeah it's really condescending that's interesting hern I'm mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm gonna have to check this this shit out. I was kind of like maybe I won't get this game. I don't until, at least until it was like on sale. Yeah, I mean I wasn't that's... like initially like oh, I gotta get I gotta get for free yeah. this stuff. I wasn't day one for the original one either. I mean that was sort of like a late discovery, and yeah. I'm a Baydatscom fan. Like I love those games, so I was just like sure maybe it'll be fun. I play it and it's legit, and it's like oh then yeah. I will be day one for the next one because nice. I'm sure it's still going. And yeah, it's I feel like a good progression. So hardly recommend. Um let us get into the news. Um first order of business. There are new video game releases, people. Believe it or not. I love they did happens. they did not take a month off. They did not take a week off. They continued to make video games and release them. Thank you, Crunch Time. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have, of course, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope that came out. Kind of talked about that already. The other big game that came out is Gotham Knights. Gotham Days. Hmm. Um, uh, this game is uh, reportedly came out as a big freaking mess. Dang mm-hmm. it. Uh-oh. Oopsie. <laughs> Anybody following any of the news or any of the yeah, stories I, on this? 
what little bit I've heard makes me surprised that it's like a PlayStation 5 exclusive because it sounds like they're having some very like not that like they didn't maybe didn't invest in making the game as like you know next gen like crazy like progression it sounds like it's kind of like making the kind of like shortcomings that you'd expect for a game on an older system where there's like oh the frame rate's kind of slow and the combat's repetitive and this and that and i was like i can't believe a slowly playstation 4ers don't get this game it doesn't sound like it needs to be on a playstation 5 yeah 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 it's um yeah it apparently it it's locked at 30 fps on consoles which might sound like gobbledygook to most people but like what that just means is slow. So like if uh, it's slower than a lot of next gen games are, and uh, apparently it dips even from there on mm. consoles. Uh, apparently the combat is just like people are saying it's not as complex as even an Arkham game. Well, yeah, those games are pretty shocking. Down. One I heard, yeah, like, yeah, and those are just like fun. Like they're not like. complex, really. No, not it's like just that. it's like it's set up to like make it feel rewarding to kick. 12 people's mm -hmm. butts like in succession because it's very easy to do yeah right this well this one apparently is easier to do okay um, i mean i don't care about easy combat when it's fun or like when it's like right. visceral enough to where you really like feel something from it you're just like oh i can really like understand how that would hurt that's a cool like not to go back to being uh mr yakuza but like they have all these like crazy actions where it's like the combat will let you do things like grab a guy and like slam him genitals first in a light pole and you're like well that's fantastic i'll do that a thousand times and it won't get old uh -huh. so like if combat is easy and you have fun stuff like that that's great but i, I don't know if the gotham knights is doing anything as innovative as uh, my new favorite series yeah and I think even i think even worse than that is that in yakuza when you throw a guy genitals first into a pool they go ah my genitals yeah, <laughs> yeah. and in this one apparently they don't do that at all yeah like supposedly they don't even have genitals in Gotham City. It's it's yeah. a weird town. Sexless. That's why there's so much crime. In uh in Yakuza, when you do that genitals first into a pole, you hear the guy say, Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Pole. My genitals got in the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're like, it's a Oh no, thing. I can't make children anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Pole. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh the uh yeah, uh, this this is a I guess this is a bummer. This is from WB Montreal, so a little backstory. There's like WB Studios, I guess, or, or Rocksteady is usually in uh, in charge of the Arkham franchise. All the Rocksteady games have been pretty highly celebrated. WB Montreal is like the Montreal branch of uh, it's a different studio, and they've they're the ones that came out with like Batman Arkham Origins, and then this game. So they're like mm -hmm. the B-tier team making this, which is, I always think, really sad when, like, the B-tier team, or, like, at least that's what, like, the public assumption is about them, then comes out with something that, like, continues to, like, I don't know, prove the B-tierness of them. Like, you always want them to come out with, like, no, they rocked it this time, and now they're going to be, like, considered, like, in a different esh tier or whatever, but... I, I wonder to what extent these Batman games have like a, a James Bond problem and they're like the people who own Batman have thoughts. Do you think that's a thing at all? Or do you think they're just like trash? Not at this point. I mean, the description yeah. makes this one sound like it's just like a lazier effort. It's, it's kind of like the problem. I think they've given the people who own 
Batman enough money and drugs to never care what happens. Uh, but I do think like there's studio executives who have a lot of thoughts probably still like Warner Brothers DC right. Comics branch or whatever. Sure. But like I, I, it sounds like the the problem with this game though is like just that it's not very well designed. Like people are saying that like it's just not fun to play very much and yeah. that's a different. bummer. I mean, yeah. It's it, it feels like such a slam dunk cuz they've got so much momentum behind them with the you know the Arkham franchise and yeah. I mean, having four different characters doing mm -hmm. four different styles of whatever is a nice, you know, kind of keeps things fresh. Um, but at 30, 30 FPS, that, that 30 frame rate is just, that's Weird. a sticking point to me. I was just yeah. like, what what the heck happened there? PC, like, I think, has higher frame rates. Mm. Well, well, they're always spoiled. Yeah. Is it just running in tempo with something in the way by Nirvana all the time? <laughs> Probably. Because we all know that song was recorded at 30 FPS. Yeah. 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 Um, Bam, uh, Jack Party Pack 9 came out as well. Awesome. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one includes uh, different games in the previous party packs. What do they, they come up with this time? Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, TBD. I think you have to buy the game hmm. to find hmm. out. Second Extinction came out. Sure. The first Extinction was great. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the sequel. It should be good. Yeah. It was kind of derivative while we're living through our own Extinction right now, but uh, whatever. Right. Here's my, uh, here's my headline for my review of Second Extinction. Second Extinction <sighs> smells great. What a roller coaster. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't wait yeah. to see that on the cover. <laughs> mm. Oh, Batora Lost Haven came out. Okay, sure. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Good for it. Oh, then this one's that's a, cute. That, wait, that's a game about the Torah? <laughs> Batora. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a biblical game? Yes, it's it seems to be a biblical game about uh, the Torah as spoken by a sheep. Ba Torah. Uh, oh, guys, them's fighting herds came out. You got to say did. more than that. Seems like they did the joke for us on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Like all I can really add is you them can't parody comedy. <laughs> and we, since we've got Michael Hearn here, we got to say like them's fighting Hearns. Her, like, come them's on, fighting Hearns. Yeah, like you get your uh, get your royalty check, uh, pal. Yeah, are they, they paying you? Are they paying you for these puns? No, I'm not getting paid. Ugh, freaking, freaking Dude. dang! Did you know? Culture. Did you know? This is a little preview for next time. That. They're coming out with a Garbage Pail Kids game. Oh. Just no. in time. Mm hmm Striking while the iron's hot. Yeah. 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 That's kind of all the new releases that came out. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, this... Uh, I, I don't really... I haven't really been following too close on the updates, but we do have a little bit of an update from last week uh, with the Bayonetta... Mm -hmm. 
situation. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Uh, the developers issue a statement in support of current voice actor. So of course, of course they do. This is a Kotaku story. But I guess uh, Schreier dropped some news mm-hmm. about the situation with Bayonetta's voice actor. She came out uh, and cl- uh, with a claim that they had only offered her four thousand dollars to record the the whole game, and then. Later, it came out by them. I think that they were trying to negotiate four thousand dollars per for five sessions, which was maybe it's definitely different than what she said, but maybe even still a little low and not great. And then I don't know where now. And then uh, we have Jennifer Hale. Is that her name? Jennifer Hale yeah, is now mistress. playing Bennett. Bennett. She came out sort of in defense of Platinum Games, and now Platinum Games is kind of speaking back. It's kind of, I don't, I don't even, I don't know. Is, is it messy? Is that the word we want to say now? Yeah, is it it's messy. messy with like it's mess. But like companies be companies, and they're be, being a company real hard right sure. now, which yeah. is like hard to. I don't want to call something a mess if it's like a company coming out with their side of it, because it's like no, it's probably just what the voice actor said um i don't really know like yeah, i don't know the numbers either yeah i don't, I don't know I don't, yeah like i don't know what a voice actor is actually normally yeah. paid really i mean that seems low but i've also never played a bayonetta i don't know how much dialogue they have yeah that's i'm kind of the same i'm like i don't have enough i will say this whole thing has made me think more about the bayonetta series that i ever would have in my life there we go so yeah. good that's, job yeah bayonetta. yeah oh I'm yeah not buying your game yeah Platinum just came I mean, out with a tweet that said, after what Alex just said, we're good. We're not going to make any more statements. We just needed to, yeah, we just needed to know we had a reach. Just needed to yeah. Alex is the man. Like, Alex understands. <laughs> yeah. We we know this. Um, yeah, Hearn, what do you, like you think? It. What do you think about all this stuff? I mean, just the big one is that the concept of royalties coming up when it comes to acting has been, like, kind of a topic with just streaming in general. Like, a lot of actors have explained that, like, they don't get as much royalties streaming in movies or TV than they used to. And then voice actors, especially, their point was that, yeah, like we get paid a lump sum at the start and never see any money from them ever again. And Mm. even with this like whole, well, actually, we said this much money for this many sessions versus what you said, it's still like they didn't admit like, oh, and we would pay royalties as game sales go on. Like there's still like a top conversation to be had about how much people who like make up the voice of a whole video game and like contextualize that uh, can be had still, but. Yeah, it's I don't like I don't know what the corrective decisions are because I'm not in the business at all, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's just I've seen people like David Hayter come out and talk about it. I've seen some other voice actors from video games who are like, yeah, I did 15 minutes on a Breath of the Wild and I got paid this much. And that's fine because it's 15 minutes. But when you're Bayonetta of Bayonetta, you ought to be seen more. So, yeah, Uh, well, uh, I mean, then also you think about like. Uh, Jacques brought up a point too that I was thinking about, which was like Bayonetta is a fixed script that probably doesn't have, like, if you're doing VO for like Uncharted, that's like a a, a super dynamic like game in which there's so many different dialogue options and or or geez, like a cyberpunk or something. There's like you yeah. know Keanu Reeves right. apparently was in the studio for like a million years doing the cyberpunk stuff. Or even yeah. if you want to be like Last of Us is a more dramatic voice yeah. actor performance mm-hmm. over what you're doing for Bayonetta. But I mean, it's work. I don't know. 
No, I just mean like yeah, the, there's not, not as much show. work for Bayonetta as sure. it would be to do like a Skyrim voice actor. All right, let's job. say it. The act. Who do we support? The actress <laughs> or the corporation? Go around. <laughs> yeah, go actress around. or corporation? Yeah. Okay, I'll start. Love that corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They're great. Capitalism rocks. Yeah. I forget who can hire me for like writing and stuff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good question. Definitely the corporation. Well, oh, you think right, it might be the corporations, but remember the people on the bottom become the corporations later. So you kind of okay. have yeah. to, you can't be a worm to them right away. You can be a that worm to them. My wimpy answer of it's too complicated for me. I'm too mm. busy writing great scripts over here. Please hire. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that was I'm corporate. Too- that was I'm, corporate. That was very <laughs> counter. That, that I'm too busy corporate. writing great scripts over here to be to pick sides. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. I am gonna take the opposite tack of uh, my colleagues here. Uh, I'm gonna take the side of the actor and say that like mm-hmm. all products should be um, profit shared among everybody who contributes. And I'll keep saying that until some corporation pays me enough to stop. Hint, hint. Ah, I like like that. I like that that last part. I like. Perhaps I can be bought out, but you won't know until you try. Yeah, and I'm gonna say, uh, for the record, I've always sided with the uh, actor. (laughs) He just winked. Oh no, I didn't. There's no proof of that. So interesting. It must just be the dust in the air. Yeah. You would say that because there's no proof anywhere. He's okay. actually like holding up a crossed his crossed fingers right now and signing a scab contract as he's saying this. I think I was saying this the other day when we were filming, but uh, we all were talking about royalties. I still think about this. This writer I worked with was a writer's assistant on one season of Friends, and she, she randomly they group wrote every episode of Friends for a couple seasons. Where like no one wrote a draft, they all just took scenes and then worked on it. And apparently, they just drew her name out of a hat. They had like 15 people and she got her name on an episode of friends and has just made hundreds of thousands of <gasps> oh be- just because it's like she randomly had her name drawn out of a hat. Well, that <laughs> seems there's something even more illegal about that. I think there's, you know what I mean? Like, like, can you imagine being an equal to or even more contributor in the room? And then you maybe never got your name. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, I think we uh, learned a lot about how friends got made. It's yeah. <laughs> it was about the money we made along the way. Okay. Um, how about they'll be there for her? So Game Pass <laughs> dropped a million horror games. Like, they're just like they're just like have at it. You get every I horror game that. that ever was ever made that ever got existed. Uh, I want to hear. From you guys, though, what's a, what is the horror game either you're playing this Halloween season or that maybe Ooh. if you if you had all the time in the world, mm. you would be playing this Halloween season? I downloaded the, I think it's like the Man of Medan. Mm. One of those, like, Until Dark Dawn. Dark Pictures trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I downloaded that a couple months ago. I keep telling myself, oh, I got to start that before the month's over. But it's already the 21st. Time is moving so quickly, and it's very scary. I know. 10 days, um, 10 days until but I can, Halloween. I know. I can also go retro on you. Uh, you may have caught my appearance on uh, Call Me By Your Game, cross-promotion, oh, cross-promotion. Yes. Uh, and I talked about uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, the classic Genesis-slash-SNES yeah. game, oh, uh, which has been a lot of fun to revisit on the PlayStation. Yeah, are you playing that on your uh, PS4? I have been playing it on the PS4. It broke my heart that it doesn't have online play. It made me so sad because mm. I was like, "That would be, that would be really killer." Oh, I have my list of people I wanted to like 
get the game and like join me. And then I was like, oh, never mind. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was I played a little bit of that actually recently on, uh, really? on like the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. no, it's a it's a blast. It holds yeah. up. It's pretty pretty wild game. Oh, it's great. I yeah, pretty ahead of its recommend time. Recommend it. Oh yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. And it's not just zombies, folks. Nope. Other nope. monsters show lots up. Lots of things can eat your neighbors. Yes. Mummies of... can eat your neighbors. Uh, yeah. Werewolves. The fucking chainsaw guys. Chainsaw uh, massacre man. Oh my god, those are the most fun because they like they chop through like the borders of the game so like mm. you're trying to like find your way to like save your neighbors and all of a sudden the fucker just like pops in kills him and they let out the, like the most blood curdling dream you're like well i guess i just failed to save that person hmm. but she... on a happy note they always have their little soul fly up to heaven so happy ah, good like honestly you're kind of saving them by not saving them if you think about it if you especially as soon as you look at what happened what would happen that they didn't even know about that was coming yep. covid mm. okay uh Jacques, we all get saved by our almighty lord baladu <laughs> haunted game i've never played a dead space and i want to play <gasps> a dead space Ooh. i heard they're real scary i have not played one either john so. carpenter approved Ooh, yeah, that's right. yeah that's can we right. just stop talking about dead space and just talk about john carpenter and his <laughs> ah. amazing like like quotes and talking about video games and how fucking yes. surreal that is. Yeah. Like Jeremy said in our text, like like John Carpenter talks about Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, he talks about <laughs> Jack and Daxter at one point, and I, yeah. I, I wanted to, it made me lose my mind. He specified the first one, which is like, okay, so you know what you're talking about. You like, like yeah. the telethon yeah. platformy one, not the like extreme shooter ones. Got it. Yeah. I really feel like I'm a different person after reading that interview <laughs> than I was before. Like, it's so wild. It's yeah. so wild. Think about him playing Destiny. Being like, what's <laughs> the story here? Uh, yeah, John Carpenter rocks, man. I, every video yes. you see of him, that one about the Escape from L.A. one is so great. Yeah. Oh, and he yells at the guy. He just says, fuck you. <laughs> Gosh, love that, man. Yeah. Um Michael Hearn, haunted I didn't mean game. Defrone a job. You should check out Dead Space One. At least it's good. Oh, uh, yes. Um, so, thank you. I think the big ones is that I always like. I still have like not blind spots, but I have Resident Evil games I've yet to like finish. Mm. Like I beat the sort of mainline big ones, but like I've never been Code Veronica. I've never Ooh. been Zero. I've never beaten like uh sits which you know here you don't have to bother and i've never been like any of the revelations games and those are like maybe more arcadey action-y than horror but it's like i like that speed better like i've played like the clock towers and tried them a bit and i don't like games that do just actively try to scare you i want like games where you have a fighting chance against the monsters so oh and i'm gonna touch on that a little bit later in our main conversation but (sighs) keep going but uh, um, a lot of the Resident Evil games are out on sale. Some I'm like always tempted here and there. You know? Yeah, yeah. If yeah, I feel like I've never not owned all the Resident. Evil. I feel like there's always a random. There's like you feel like a random copy of Resident Evil like in the bathroom sometimes. Uh, I uh, Evil Within Two might be a mm. game that I would be interested in playing. Um. Tried Evil Within 1, didn't really like it too much, but I've heard the second one's a little better. Uh, Amnesia, it's kind of a game that I've been interested in maybe looking at, but have only played barely any of it and just kind of stopped. Uh, and then I never freaking beat uh, the dang GameCube game. 
that's so scary. Though. Eternal Darkness? Yeah! I didn't finish that one either. It bummed me out that I didn't, but it was very I, hard. I like I was it not so very good much. It. I like it so much. When I'm playing it, I love it, but... Yeah, it's very scary. I beat, I beat that three times to get the true ending. What? What? <laughs> Hearn. Look and I can't guy. even beat it We're one cheating. time? No fair. <laughs> true ending's like one minute extra long, but it's fine. <laughs> one minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good great. minute. Well, let's take a quick uh, break. When we come back, we're going to pitch some video games that we think could make great movies and television. So stay tuned, Hollywood, after this. If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today... We're going to be pitching around some video games that we think would make excellent film and television. I know that um, we did an episode before, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, where we pitched the opposite of this, right? Mm-hmm. Top 10, yep. maybe, even? I don't know if we did top 10. We, Movies we, that we, make great I think games. we did like we did back and forth with uh, Ravi Kieran. Ravi, uh, yeah. yeah. It was it was during our top 10 week because I Yeah, you're right. Okay, so it was like a top 10. Like October. We were pitching movies as video games. But you pitched this, which I think was a great idea. Um and uh, wanted to kind of um, want to explore it. So do you want to kind of go into like a little bit of what you were thinking about yeah. uh, what oh, made absolutely. you think of this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had just been thinking about like a ridiculous idea for a video game to turn into like a TV series. I was like, Oh, nobody would ever, ever like, even if I had like some respectable degree of power in the entertainment business, I don't think they would let me do this. But I was like, hey, it would be fun. And then I was like, I feel like we've got so many fucking like I feel like there's been more like traction for like video game adaptations like the Mario coming out again is obviously the big one but like isn't there going to be like a Legend of Zelda game like a movie or show coming out and I, I mean, Castlevania is getting its own spinoff already like I haven't heard Zelda but like you hear Devil May Cry mm-hmm. is going to become something uh, Tekken the last became of us. something Tekken the last became of us a is real middling something sh- there really are I feel like the floodgates are definitely open now mm-hmm. and they're they're trying to produce. From what I can tell, prestige video game content. It's either going to be yeah. like the Illumination stuff, but a lot of this other stuff seems like they're trying to do like, like Last of Us, I think is going to try to compete with like Walking Dead level of like, yeah. at least prestige or whatever. Yeah, which is interesting. It's like, it kind of makes sense because we're very much in like a very IP driven time and it's just like mm-hmm. this huge backlog of stuff. But it's like, why not turn it into something new? Especially when it's like these older games that don't really like just didn't have the technology to like really have a plot per se. Like, yeah, why not make a movie or a TV show about the Metroid stuff? You know, you <laughs> already not, got the like, non-specific the, Metroid stuff. That yeah, happens. the Metroid yeah. stuff that just is like you got like 
the Iron Man suit's like 80% of the way there, so what's stopping you? Um, I love this. Uh, I kind of framed it as horror edition, um, so I'll be pitching a lot of horror stuff, but I get, we don't have to. If you have a, if you have another idea for yeah, a great yeah. game a, to movie adaptation, you know, uh, follow your heart, I would say. Follow your bleeding uh, heart. I, you know, uh, you know kind of like yeah, yeah. a yeah. horror. Because nothing's scarier than being a bleeding heart liberal. Uh, Alex, why don't you get us started? Hey, go ahead okay. and, and pitch us, pitch us something. All right, and I have is... my uh, my my boo sound effect ready for <laughs> it, in case I hate it. Yeah, yeah, you say that every time I appear on your show. You're like, I have the boo sound effect ready. Well, pal. I'll do it a thumbs up or thumbs down, and then I'll mm. do a sound effect accordingly so the listener knows. And Excellent. this is a scary boo, like a ghost boo. Yes, <laughs> not, a, not a disapproving boo. Yeah, this I is have more a, pressure a, than an actual studio pitch. Mm-hmm. I have a scary uh, hiss mm-hmm. sound effect I'll do too. I just made. All right, Alex. <laughs> All right, uh, it'll sound like this. If we hate it. It'll sound oh, okay. Like that. Cool. 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 But if it's good, uh, it'll sound like this. <laughs> That's so dank. uncomfortable. I almost want to have a bad pitch. <laughs> if it's a dank idea. <laughs> All right. All right. I uh, pretty sure I've talked about my love of the game Skyrim on this show before. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly, like probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You think so? You think? I feel Where like you're is already this reaching. going? I'm wondering. I feel you're already reaching for the boo button. <laughs> no, <laughs> my hand is on both buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would pitch a uh, TV series about the Skyrim. All that shit. Um, it's a pretty open-ended game. Here's the thing. I'm not really a rule follower when it comes to like adaptations. I'm like, I, you already have the one thing. Make a new thing. So here's my pitch for a Skyrim game is just take a motley crew of characters and the pitch is that like, none of them are the chosen one. Like None of them are the dragonborn. Mm. So they're all just like trying to plan like a big uh, heist or whatever, like robbing a crypt. But they gotta like run afoul of the dragonborn. So just have him as like the scary villain that's like in the background at all times. So give huh. uh, give our crew of like bandits and necromancers and all the other weird people of Skyrim, give them a goal and then put the dragonborn between them and it. What? Okay, wait a minute. All right, so I hand off the boo button for a second. Okay, uh, f- fellas, what do we think about this pitch? I mean, Hearn fell asleep, but Jacques. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm thinking, I like it. I, it. I actually like it. Yeah. I here's what I think. I I think it sounds like a fun comedy. Uh, yeah. Take almost as much yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I think you could go in a like, bunch of directions, but I uh, like Fantasy the idea. Ocean's Eleven. You know. Yeah. That sounds fun. Okay. Yeah, like, like, all right. Veep comedy, but yeah, like the idea of like. <laughs> That they're all like bumbling. There's reasons why they're not the chosen one, but yeah, there's this. They got heart, and that's what counts. Okay, so I'm gonna give it a uh, yeah. Give that one a. Uh, what do you guys? I'm gonna put my cobra away and oh, uh, give it a give nine. It okay, mm-hmm. Hearn. It's really good for podcasts when you say yeah. give it a and don't specify. <laughs> well, yeah. well, once the votes are in, I play the sound. Is what I'm waiting oh. on. So Hearn. Oh. I'm going to say, Get let it to rip. it. <laughs> All let right. It rip. Okay, 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 here we go. Uh, and the sound effect is... Boom, you did it. Mm. You made it in. <laughs> yes. We gave different. you 
A hundred million dollars. You're making this thing. <laughs> I would absolutely make this for a hundred million dollars. And it yeah, would be that's the budgets we're working with here. Hundred mil yeah. across. Well, it's a hundred. It's a hundred mil to make it, and it's a hundred million dollars just for you for doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. not bad. I like mm-hmm. that. That's like deal. writing one episode of Friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'll do one. I'll do one. Okay. Let's I see th- what this guy's got. Yeah, let's go. see what yeah. Mr. Judgy with the buttons over here has. Okay, so I was thinking uh, of a horror of a horror thing uh, that we could do. Uh, so I'm gonna pick something that already has a movie. Out. That's fine. Yeah. Interesting strategy. Okay, asterisk. Go ahead. But the movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I still think there's room still here. Wide open. To Are they make allowed to make bad movies? A great Silent <laughs> Hill movie. Oh, like I... a silent Silent Hill movie. No sound. <laughs> no sound no, even. <laughs> I'm listening. I, 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 I channeled now. Snagglepuss there. No sound even. <laughs> Fraser Crane, because I'm listening to this pitch. Look, th- there's nothing wrong with the the stories of Silent Hill. They're they're just you did something wrong. You come to Silent Hill to pay for your sins. That's that's what Silent Hill is. It's a reckoning place. All the monsters are created from your own mind, and they're all tailored to your own story. So other real people in Silent Hill, when they meet each other, they 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 recount they've experienced completely different things within Silent Hill. That's so terrifying. That's so that's such a good idea, such a good horror concept that it feels more like a horror film. Than a horror game anyway, and to be honest, I kind of think Silent Hill games suck. I think they would be better as as movies in a lot of ways. I mean, throw down the immersiveness of them makes them great, but they don't like play particularly well. In fact, I would argue they're designed to play where you you can't quite turn to hit the guy fast enough. It's it's designed to run away from things. Which is like uh, Mm. I think a great I think a great idea. Like Silent Hill Two in particular. Sort of like a psychosexual nightmare, a la like Alien or something. Like, I love, I love that sort of, uh, that sort of horror, that thematic horror on top of um, an already great premise. You got the whole city too. You could do see. I could see it being a TV show. Very easy, actually. I could see it being the seasons of a TV show, uh, especially if you get to change the whole world around your main character and their premise. Anyways, that's my pitch. Take it or leave it. I'm assuming you guys are the execs at TNT. Take it or leave it, TNT. Okay, I got one from Alex. Where are you we got at? One from me, pal. <gasps> a sideways from Jacques. That's a good in Roman. All right. So I'm gonna give myself one of these, baby. <laughs> you know it was a dank pitch. Okay. Jacques Maladou. Um. Okay. So I think like some of the. Uh, I, I think love this approach, the, by the way. Yeah. Was the casual. lack of confidence. No, it's the, good. Like, I don't know what I'm doing because I know you. It's a it's a false lack of confidence. It's a no, sneaky. Um, I actually okay. Well, I'm gonna say the most obvious choice possible. It's actually not true. It's not Resident Evil. But I'm going to say the second most obvious choice to me, and I'm going to say Elden Ring. Mm. Oh. 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 And we're going to need an FX budget on this one. Yeah. You expect TNT 
to mm-hmm. produce Elden Ring. Okay. But that uh, is seventy. He founded a, this network in 1847. <laughs> okay, I want to hear the Elden Ring pitch. Okay, here's the thing: is I could have said a lot of the FromSoft games, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. the thing is they have a weird element that I think some movies don't have, which is that they're scary because they're so hard. And the feeling of what you'll lose is so stressful that seeing a single normal enemy, it makes you want to fucking like scream. You're so stressed because you're like, if I lose all my souls, I'm just going to like end it all. (laughs) And I just think we can take that feeling of a single minor encounter. This would be a mini series. Maybe oh. like maybe like a sixty episode miniseries if okay. we're gonna tell the whole Elden Ring story. <laughs> uh, wow, unprecedented! <laughs> but just like small encounters, and then giving them like fair stakes, and I just think like the hand spider monster yeah. in Elden Ring mm-hmm. truly made me feel worse than anything I've ever seen. Like. I yeah. didn't actually know what my like thing that made me the most scared was until I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, I hate this so much. Yeah. Like I really hate it. The way they like crawl up to you. It's like, it really is like wrong to me. And this like, uh, it hit something primal and deep inside of me. Yeah. It's like a giant thing from Adam's family. Like a giant yes. one. Yeah, who's not like fun at all. Not fun and riding a rollerblade as a skateboard, <laughs> which is really fun. Would never give you a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Also- I like this pitch. So would we would we follow a, a different main characters or would it be one central protag? Oh, interesting. You're, pre- you're like saying do we do like anthology? Well, you're saying miniseries, which I thought was actually the most interesting way to tackle is like a definitive like it's over after this. Yeah, no. I think that's that's right. And I think it's like I th- how would I say this? I mean, I think the bosses lend themselves to a like a structure. Oh, we follow them. Maybe it's maybe it's pre the game even. Like we're seeing a lot of like a Game of Thrones sort of betrayals. I, that wasn't even what I was thinking, but that's well, then really forget cool I too. said it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean like it's like a natural ending. You get to this castle, yeah. and then there's oh, this right, yeah, mm-hmm. blank at the end of it. It's like yeah. it lends itself the the structure of it. But I kind of like what you're saying too. And then it just ends miserably, and everything's gone wrong at the end. Yeah, I wonder if it's a good show that ends with everything going wrong. Is kind of arrested development if you cut it off at like the network run. Mm-hmm. I also think like some shows like really relish in that. So it'd be like Breaking Bad is an episode mm-hmm. is a show where like everything goes wrong, but does it because he's kind of loves it. You know, he does like, love it. There's a question at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of interesting. I think so too. I, I here's a, here's a good qu- here's a question I've I've often thought about when I think about Zelda, but I think it really applies to this too. A lot of people are like, well, you can't just have a person solving puzzles and going through a dungeon as a show. I kind of actually think you can. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way, a cool way to film like the, the physical struggle of like having to climb up shit and like really solve stuff. I think there's kind of a squid game element yeah. you can do with Zelda where it's almost like game of like, It's not the same thing, but it's like they did a good job of making those like practical game challenges like s- suspenseful oh it's such a fantastic yeah. show 
But I even think like, I mean, this is a weird pretentious example, but like the beginning of like There Will Be Blood is like silent for like the first 15 minutes of him just struggling. Like, and like, if that's compelling, you can make Link compelling in complete silence, just struggling to accomplish a goal. You think uh, Link is as strong of a character as, uh, is it Daniel Plainview? Is that his name? I would cast Daniel Day-Lewis to play Link. That's true. Yeah. At least... You would do a method with it. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis or Joaquin Phoenix. Those are the only mm, two choices dude. for me. Very true. Oh, man. Joaquin would Jeremy play. Strong. What about Jeremy Strong? Oh, Jeremy <laughs> Strong. <laughs> yeah, he'd play like a great, like, uh, you know, freaking Goron King or something. <laughs> you know what, Strong Jeremy, I'd love to see you take the role of Link. Uh, this guy on our Schmidt? podcast. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He's Jeremy so Strong. jacked. He's so <laughs> like you guys can't see him on the stream right now, but he's actually like lifting several large dumbbells over his head as he's doing this podcast. And those dumbbells, right. us three. Yes, <laughs> and what am I wearing while I'm lifting them? I love the power glove. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Michael Hearn, pitch us. Oh, wait a minute. What do we think of the oh. Elden Ring idea? Yeah, right here. Thumb, Thumbs thumb. up. 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 And get Daniel Day Lewis, and it's a joke. <laughs> DDL. Hearn, pretend we're all high-powered executives over at, well, TNT is the network, and uh, <laughs> famous horror uh, <laughs> producers, TNT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boo, that's me jumping out from behind the couch. Ah, Scared you, didn't I, huh? My all lunch, already my sold lunch. On this pitch. I spilled my lunch on my shirt. I, you Get out of here. Get this guy out of here. I'm calling the police. Don't worry, I brought you an extra lunch and a shirt, and now I can pitch you a great horror. Imagine how horrifying it would be if you didn't have those things, and now that's the concept that we're working with here. All right, horror. What scares the human beings? Uh, Let's let's do it. We talked about it earlier. Why not? Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my thumb's going to get tired from all this pointing up. I know. I was going to say, Hernie got us, but you know where you could lose us? is in the Uh-oh. pitch. Mm. That's fair. Could always lose you in the pitch. I love the title. I love the premise of the game. Pitch it. Mm-hmm. How does it look? How would we watch well, it? The, well, the plus side of Eter- Eternal Darkness isn't just that it's a solid action horror game with cool like concept and cool world, very almost uh, HP Lovecraftian, but that it also plays with the format that you are playing a game, but then the game will trip out on you and it'll mess you up and it'll trick you with these things here and there. Of like, it'll make you think the volume's going down or it'll turn off or it'll say your save's being deleted. Do that with a movie now. And we have endless ways to play with it, especially if you accept my idea of making it a 4D only theatrical experience. Okay. Um, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. Smell a vision. I pulled out my wallet and I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Keep going, Hearn. I'm thinking oh, Grimlin's man, that too. wallet is bulging. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now I'm being nervous in the pitch. Uh, it's got a right, real so. Costanza wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nick, St- Nick Costanza wallet. The real Nick Costanza wallet. So yeah. when I think of uh, terrifying moments that break the format of film, I think of in Gremlins 2 when the yes! film gets go. broken apart and wow, Hulk Hogan has to fight the Gremlins in order to get the film back on track. Now imagine that happening in the middle of your Eternal Darkness film. That's right. I'm got Hulk Hogan on speed dial. <laughs> we can do this today. Uh, but we Dude. can play with the idea of like, yeah, the film messing out. I'm in, people. brother. <laughs> I'm in, brother. He's now like 100 years old. I'm in, brother. I got Holt and his portrait in for the (laughs) concept of it. Uh, 
but yeah, just playing with the format of film, like you can mess up, mm-hmm. up people, you can change the color correction, you can change every like visual and audio element. And if it's 4D, you can make the chairs shake, you can make everything. I see a hand raised. Oh, we got a hand raised. Wallet. Okay. Um, for a movie called Eternal Darkness, how are you planning on lighting this thing? Ooh. <laughs> if there's one thing modern Hollywood cares about, it's good lighting. Yeah. Hearn. Answer this, carefully, say, answer this carefully, because it better not be. I'm putting my wallet back towards yeah. my pocket. Oh. Her, an, answer carefully, because the movie's called Eternal Darkness, so you can't use lights. Yep. <laughs> That's true. All I need is the light from your smiling faces oh, as you hand over the check. Wow. Room. Confusing. I'm in. Right. <laughs> Confusing, right, but patronizing in a way I like. Yeah. 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 yeah just uh, think of me her, as a corporation. Her and this pitch has got me <laughs> pitching on top of this pitch, but like, Please you know how, how you were talking about them messing with the format? Like, what if like halfway through the movie, the credits just start to roll and then the theater <laughs> attendees come in and they're like, it's over, <laughs> get out. And then like everyone starts to leave and they're like, not. And then they like walk away <laughs> and then the movie starts again. What do you think of Ooh, that? That's when Hulk Hogan should come in. Hulk yeah. Hogan should come in exactly. at that moment. Yeah. And fight the ushers. In person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you think a theater, a person who worked at a theater, had to do a different job by obligation of a film? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the last it's time they had time. to like sit outside and like explain, okay, you can't. Here's the. I don't even know. Like with the last, I'm thinking of like Psycho, where they were like, you can't leave. What was the rule with Psycho? You can't come in after the movie yeah. started or something. Yeah. You had to prove you were sane or they wouldn't let you watch it. They're like, how's your membrane? <laughs> Insane? No, can't, can't let you in. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, what do we think of Hearn's pitch, everybody? I mean, I'm a uh, big. I like it. Yeah, that's, that's a good. And Three thumbs in the wall. Get one of these, too. Alex, back to you. Do you have a perhaps another pitch? Another pitch Ooh, for TNT. Just, we know just, movies. They do know movies. Hmm. Let's see. What could I pitch? Could be a show. Could be a miniseries. Could, could be, be a, a web mini comic. Could no, be it, a can't show. Be. it can't be. A web comic. <laughs> it just can't. Damn it. We're just pitching. It's, we're just pitching. Could be a cocktail. Uh, where the hell is uh, the Mass Effect TV show or movie? Mm, okay. All right. You know. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched Star Wars and thought? What if a second thing was set in space? <laughs> Let's see what Commander Shepard gets up to. It's will so he funny have a biotic in the game, in the movie or show, or will he just be a straight up soldier? We don't know. I think Mass Effect could be a good show. I think it could oh be yeah, a fun show. Yeah, you do episode. I can see. I can see. I can see that. But what's your? What is your pitch for it though? Yeah, uh, I would go. And back. you've worked on this extensively, just so you know. Before you start talking, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I think your you life is to, writing on this. Your well, wife is in the car waiting. <laughs> I think you, you got to go back to the uh, the first game to set up the initial like the mystery, the threat, you know, because yeah, you know, the as the games, the trilogy went deeper, you know, they got like more steeped in like the crazy apocalyptic stuff. You got to keep that stuff on the horizon. You got to make it uh, hard to understand what's happening. You, the Geth are infiltrating uh, this crazy like super green beret navy seal hybrid guy that you're chasing is up to some no no good and you're just mm-hmm. getting together a motley crew of humans and aliens trying to figure out what the heck's happening i mean that thing writes itself 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wrote it and I worked very hard. Please pay me to That's sell right, this. That's right, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I worked so hard. Yeah. Okay. I like so this. Tell me, tell me where the, the mask comes into play. Oh, well, uh, they do go to church, so. Okay. Okay, my thumb's tilting. Yeah, Good. wait a minute here. Yeah. Mass, yeah. Uh, okay, who do you who are you casting as a uh, as um a Star Lord? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was gonna ask as Garrus. Who's Garrus? Oh uh, well. Uh, okay. uh, let's see. Hmm. Come on, if you gotta answer this good... right, it's gonna completely sway my vote. He's like, don't remember, don't the world is thirsty for Garrus. This is true. You gotta pick. Uh, you gotta pick somebody who's. Got it going on. You know who's historically one of the thirstiest characters in all of um, entertainment is uh, Norm Peterson from Cheers. So I think we got to go George Wendt. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking thirsty, like we're thirsty for them, but I guess <laughs> the character himself is thirsty. Look, how many more years do we have left with George was Wendt? Was that canonically the reason he kept coming into Cheers? That he was like, I'm, I am I need hydration now. It's tr- He did, and he never realized that water is more effective than beer, so that's why the problem yeah. got fixed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's his character folly, yeah. Gosh, yeah. I used to think that about soda. I was like, oh, soda, give me, I'm so, so thirsty, give me a soda. Then you yeah, I always I always thought that, like, Sprite saying that it quenches your thirst, like, should have been illegal for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah How is that allowed? Sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, what do we think of uh, Alex's Mass Effect pitch? Just because I want to see what happens, I'm going to give it one of these. Yeah! yeah! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, Mass Effect. Humiliating! Uh, uh, <laughs> the shame of it. Devastated. Okay, I got one. Go back to the car. I got one. <laughs> Your wife's gone already. Damn. This. Uh, no, I, I shouldn't do that because it's kind of a repeat of whatever. Dude, done. don't do it. Dude, you're right, don't. You're right, you're right. I'm just going to go thumbs down to whatever that was. What so. the heck? <laughs> already? Yep. Yep. Uh, just... Hold on. Hold on. In the world of survival horror, I think they should make a Last of Us television show. No. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what about. What about Hearn took a turtle dark? Oh, sucks. You can't do Resident Evil. Too much Resident Evil, arguably. Um, maybe we do like. Okay. You guys know what Maniac Mansion is? Uh, I was thinking Mario that. Fucker, that sounds yeah, familiar, same. actually. My, Maniac Mansion is a game that came out for like the PC and then Nintendo. also the NES. And it's basically the conceit is like super just right down the barrel money, which is like a group of kids mm-hmm. go and explore a creepy mansion and uncover a huge mystery. You can't get any better than that. That is the no. best. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. The only problem is, check this out. In the 80s, SCTV made a Maniac Mansion show that's nothing like the g- game. There's no kids in it at all. But it has like Eugene Levy and like a bunch of other mm. like SCTV favorites mm. in it. Apparently, it sucks. So I'm Aww. saying you do that show, but with kids, and mm. it's got like, and I don't want this Stranger Things vibe with it. These kids, no Kate Bush, no, no Kate Bush, <laughs> no uh, no, no running s- up hills. Well, here's the thing: yeah. no sincerity at all. Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be Goonies fun, like just freaking gotcha. fun. So like All when a kid falls through the floor, like lands on some spikes, one of the other kids has to be like, "Well, that happened." 
Yeah, mm-hmm. well, different writing, but yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe a different insert different joke there. And one character would be like, "Oh hell no," <laughs> some of that maybe. I just hope they have super topical pop culture references yeah. while their friends die. Yeah. yeah, and one character's name is Giles. Um, <laughs> no, I think, uh, but then, but then, I still think you cast Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah as perfect. the mad scientist in the house. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I have no notes. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Huh? Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Yeah. For my man Eugene. For my man Eugene. Jacques Maladou. I can't believe you'd accuse me of like Googling best indie games of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like while this is happening. I like can't even believe you would suggest that to me. I never said dude. Who said that? Who said he was doing that? Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. This is the one I was thinking about and I actually forgot until I saw it. Uh and I know I talk about this game ad nauseum and it's annoying, but papers, please. Oh, yeah. Mm. So this would be more thriller, I would say, than horror. Unless you find life horror. Is that a sentence? Um, so do you, if you don't know the premise of Papers, Please, you play a border agent in like a fictional East-West Berlin situation. I'm going to keep saying situation because that's what gets people to pull out their wallets. I like situation. Um, yeah. And Take me to Jersey play, Shore, baby. <laughs> you play a border agent who... You have to file enough papers, finding discrepancies or not, and then you get money based on how quickly you do it. But if you don't get enough money, your wife and child and mother-in-law will die uh, in the game. So it's like they get sick and will perhaps die if you don't pay for heat and food and shelter. Now I'm laughing already. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a scary one. And the thing I think would be interesting is that the game has a lot of different ways it could go, but to get like the true ending, you have to like lie really well. So you have to like create the appearance that you're following the fascist regime while also trying to help people who are like, an example is a woman will come in and be like, whatever you do, don't let the guy behind me go through because he's going to sell me into sex trafficking. This is in the game. And you get the next guy and he gives you his papers and they all check out. They're good. Yeah. So if you reject him, you don't get money. You get actually deducted money and you might you suffer consequences for it. Right. And hmm. so it's a game that puts you in all these moral quandaries with this like oppressive overarching regime. Um wild stuff. Yeah, great great premise for a game. I want to hear what's the pitch for the show or show or film? Like what do you are we following the border agent? Yes. So you are the border agent. Your name is Sven. Um, for some reason, you're Swedish, even though it's a uh, set in like a fictional Russian situation. Topical. Um, so it's uh, basically tropical. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's transpose it. Now we're in Haiti. No. Um yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a better game than a show. No, I was here. Can I, I let me? This is another pitch that has me pitching on the pitch. Okay. Tonally, what I want from something like this is Ianucci or uh, Coen Brothers. So I mm. am laughing already. Like where where they can mm. do biting satire, but still have like all of that great dr- like that great dramatic right prose and you I- love, you know. Yeah, I, I could see that. And, like, the wife, mother-in-law could give you some of that Marge Gunderson from Fargo, like, kind of warmth that breaks, that, that you can 
contrast against the horror darkness. Break some of that get psycho it, tension. Yeah. Yeah, and get in, and get you can get some of that like folk, folksy Russian charm we all love. <laughs> um, you know that we yes, all are like yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I, go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and give it a thumbs I'm gonna down. give it a thumbs, gonna, thumbs up. What do you I'm guys go, do? It? Thumbs down. Hearn, you're the tiebreaker. I need revenge. This is you're a revenge thumbs breaker. down. I'm so sorry. Hearn. Oh, I, have to, uh, I think he might. He's not paying attention. He might have frozen. Oh, he's frozen. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He really his internet service really let it go. He hated that. Oh. Oh. Okay. So that I think what that oh. means is that it got produced, got well rated, and then no one yeah. saw it. Yeah, yeah. it yeah mm. it suffered. It was like if the Americans was only two seasons or something. Like Damn. it got like great right. reviews, but no one watched it. Not exactly. <laughs> well, Hearn is that's a good comparison. Well, Hearn is missing. I came up with a better pitch, and I actually okay. feel like I deserve your real money for this one. Okay. Uh, do you remember the class infamous 1990s game Night Trap? <laughs> Yes. Go go with me here. Subject of many courtroom appearances. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very meta approach to Night Trap, where you are both like experiencing the game as a narrative, but you're also experiencing the congressional hearing about the game. Oh. Meanwhile, here's the crazy twist. You're, the lead is a very conservative politician who just wants to like squash this game, really like stick it to these uh, bleeding heart artist types. We want to make these like transgressive this is the protagonist? dangerous games. Yeah, the this protagonist is the, is, the, is the conservative politician. Well, here's the thing: he starts playing this game, and some of those night trap sequences are in his house. And if he gets oh. the game shut down, he can't beat the game and save his family from these crazy intruders with giant scissors. What? So he's got okay. like, okay, yeah. Wait a minute, I like this. I like yeah. this. I, li- so I is like. So it like a. Is it like a like a bad? Is it like a redemption story for him? He has to learn the folly of his ways. Yeah, he has to be the grimy kind of crazy. Okay, can I can I make a casting suggestion? Yeah, like he's this. famous for in one of his recent movies doing a racism redemption narrative. Ooh. Uh, I'm saying Sam Rockwell. Oh, and just played Bush in Vice. Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was not the reaction I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there you go. There's I my like it. I yeah, like it. I, I, I mean, this is, gets me a thumbs up because I think I also like you include the meta of game in the pitch, which is yeah. yep. and on brand with horror. Uh, Hern, yeah. what do you think? I like it. Hern, you yeah. heard all of it. What do you think? Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, right? It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. All right, wait. Can I redeem myself? Carried you myself after my last fail. That was yeah. a good. What are you talking about? That was yeah, a it was great critically pitch. acclaimed. It bombed at the box office. I want to see what this guy right. does when his back's against the wall. Let him okay. uh, let him, let right, him right. pitch. You have a okay. critically acclaimed film. Now let's see what it, what's his pop. What's his pop edition? Okay, so this is um, it's also an old school one, like in the Maniac Mansion or Night Trap. Uh, so I'm gonna take Leisure Suit Larry. Oh my goodness. Okay, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna flip the story. <gasps> and tell it from uh, the woman's perspective. Leisure suit Ooh. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think she's going to be in a leisure suit. Lisa yeah. I think suit what Mary. it is is okay. it's about <laughs> leisure suit Larry, 
being put into like a a, a saw esque situation <laughs> where he has to answer for his crimes, and Jigsaw is like uh, a, a woman. Um, Jigsaw actually is a woman for yeah. some of those. And movies. so here's here's like a to- here's a tonal thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not right. Sure. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. So you know how in speaking of like kind of redem- dubious redemption stories, you know how in like I Tanya they were like. We're going to, like, make this person who, like, probably doesn't need, like, a redemption story, but we're going to, like, humanize her. Or, like, you know, not to compare her to this, but, like, the new Dahmer show. <laughs> it, like, it shows, like, the hum- like it shows, like, a different side of him. You're describing you're just- movies and shows with anti-heroes, right? I, like, is that I what you get- mean? I guess I don't know. Like the, I think the anti an anti hero is like a a guy who's like sucks and you're following him around the whole time. Yeah, I guess so. But I think it's like I want this to be like uh, I want this to like we you think you're following Leisure Suit Larry, okay, and then we flip it. <laughs> we flip it. Oh, you know, what? promising young woman. That's actually going to be uh, mm. the okay. reference point. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna pro. It's called mm-hmm. promising young Larry, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about this woman. After Larry's just gone on his like reign of terror, I we a all know sex that bender. Story. <laughs> a sex one of his classic sex benders. Uh, Roth, that and, guy enjoys. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he's a pervert. Um, <laughs> and this is about getting his comeuppance, mm. and we have like a cool girl boss protagonist. <laughs> you know, like she's gonna get what she wants, and she's not gonna be held back, mm-hmm. and mm. she's gonna fucking kill Larry. Oh my god! Spoiler alert! Oh. Spoiler alert! She kills Larry. Whoa! Oh my goodness! This is all over the place. I like it. I'm giving it a thumbs up. I like also like I like. Maybe or Shock, did I get you? I think maybe I got you wrong. Like you're not talking about like a literary antihero. You're talking about like how like we tend to glorify like yes. people I'm who've done pe- something like eaten people. <laughs> yes. Or okay. like I remember they had like just the concept of Zach Efron playing Ted Bundy. Right. It's like yeah. I think is like an inherently immoral like the hottest <laughs> guy in the world playing the second hottest guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. just like I don't need this. I, I get you. Okay, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, it is. Uh, we love. We yes, we love. Um, we love a, a naughty, a, mm-hmm. a not a bit of naughtiness in our. I feel like I like become like a moralist sometimes with movies and stuff nowadays. Where I'm like, no, oh, you do. Uh, no, 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 yeah, I do. I'm just like yeah. I've recently found myself saying things are unethical, which seems like <laughs> a like an an old man sort of angle to have. No, but like I just like some things. I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like, what's the story we're telling? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to do. It's. Cu- <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a thumbs up. Okay, cool. I like cool. the idea. I'm giving it a thumbs up because I feel like I didn't understand it and I don't want to look dumb. Yeah, I like the idea <laughs> of a promising young woman, but it's they kill Leisure Suit mm-hmm. Larry, and then everyone has to kind of figure out after watching it, like, what is the take here? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is the? Yeah, we're her. It poses more questions than answers. Let me just yes, say Yes, yes. It's just like Cure. It's like yeah. Cure. Oh, it's like Cure? Then thumbs up. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And now we're out of time, so we're just going to go around and do like some rapid-fire ones just to get all the ones off the list out of the way. Alex, why don't you get us started? Metroid. 
<laughs> Definitely. Space suit, yeah. monster shooting gun. Space suit, Larry. Times. Got it. Lonely. Yeah. Like a sad, lonely kind mm-hmm. of tone. Mm-hmm. Alien tone like that. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. Okay, cool. Alex, anything else? Uh, let's see. Rapid fire, uh, mom. Uh, all the ones you got. Uh, Darkstalkers. What the hell was going on with that game? They had like crazy monsters fighting each other. Why? I want to know why. Let's find out why. Oh, yeah, never played it. Like it. Go on. Yeah, more. There more. you go. You got any more? That's it? Uh, yeah, pass. Pass it on. I have made right. enough money. Burn. Rapid fire. All right. Uh, I was trying to do a taiju pitch for Tadamari Damacy, where Ooh. you're the Japanese villagers looking as a giant ball is collecting everything you know and hold dear into a giant thing that will launch up into space eventually. Wow. Sounds like a Junji Ito story. I love it. Yeah. Uh, then there was the more traditional horror game version to Dota movie, Condemned Criminal Origins. Recent oh. game where you're a detective solving murders, and as you're doing so, your sanity unravels and you start to maybe become complicit. Uh, and then finally, my last pitch was going to be uh, for the sets appeal on a Chanbara Bikini Zombie Slayers, a Japanese game where you play as a bunch of women in bikinis slashing up zombies with long That was swords. on all of our lists. That oh, was, on that was actually on my list, too. I don't need to explain it then. Oh, well. Yeah, we all yeah. know that one. Yeah, it's that, it's that, but I put in parentheses, but not a campy take. <laughs> Oh. Mine was not rounded. A, not a fun, campy take. take. Super grounded version. <laughs> yeah. Prestige uh, style, A24 produced. Made no one Sean happy. Barra. That's the look. <laughs> made no one happy. Didn't have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like it's like when you hear people talk about the movie Blade Runner. It's like no one had fun, <laughs> <laughs> and no one liked it. All right. Um, great. Uh, Jacques Molyneux, rapid fire. Bloodborne. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Easy. Well, not easy. I, I think I think there would have to be a crazy take there because like, so they had a comic book series that came out, and I read that because I was so obsessed with Bloodborne, and I'm just like. Do I like and, and their take was like just telling different stories in the community, like around. I like stuff you know like what I mean? that. Like so, it's like little horror like runs, like six issue runs of like here's what the priests were doing and like stuff. And I'm like, do I like this? It was at least not the stories they were telling. It wasn't that satisfying. So mm. I think it's tough um, with all the from softs because they have such a build your own character. Mm-hmm. So there's no real character. Mm-hmm. To tell the story, but I love all the other characters. But I, I yeah. love all the other characters. But I love them from the lens of I met them out in their, out with in the middle of whatever they were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that game is so scary. Yeah, it's so scary though. Any more? Does it? Mm-mm. Does it? Oh, uh, okay. Let me see here. Uh, Mist. I think Mist would be a good one. Uh, yeah. Very, a very atmospheric, sort of like, like daytime horror stuff. It's like really fun, like how to do that well. You know what it could be like? Yes. No. <laughs> the the mist. The mist. Ooh. Yeah. Also very fun. Good daytime horror. It, um, mm-hmm. I'm picturing like scenes of like a person like looking into the woods and seeing just like barely a fra- a silhouette of a man like kind of staring behind a tree. You know what I mean? I like like scenes mm-hmm. like that. I'm sold. I'm in. I think also you could do like a photography sort of element. Yeah. To it like a like stills, mm-hmm. looking at stills, putting things together, wondering oh, what's good. going on. That's real good. Very yeah. Cool. I like that. Um, uh, Dead Rising as a fun, campy, crazy mm-hmm. zombie uh, extravaganza, a ro- a real romp. Um, with a fun, with a fun take, I'm trying. I don't to know. Think. Zombies in a mall? Are we sure that could work? 
Yeah, and how do you do it? Like really fun for and a funny. Whole movie feels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm. do you like make it a take about I don't know commercialism in America? No, no. We get <laughs> yes, I get what you're doing, but I'm trying you mean to think a good of... thing. I don't know. I don't get it. All right, but... I don't know if we're still doing this, but thumbs no, down. All right, that was it. A... <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the note of like just sci-fi and like, I mean, if you if you're saying Metroid would be good, I think you can also say Returnal would be kind of fun. To... I have not played Returnal yet. <laughs> oh but, God! Uh, as long I as you don't use instincts. the actual, as long as you don't use the actual story, I don't know the actual whatsoever. story of it. So I just know that you, that house is fun. Um, when you the house, the house is house awesome, and there's a really cool thing later I, with a car. Uh, oh, cool! And and it's like that. Those two ideas alone, as long as there's the those are the only things you took. Could be cool. I agree. The yeah. monsters are cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. What about uh, uh something along the lines of a uh? Did I say Silent Hill? Anyways, mm-hmm. okay. I think that's gonna do it for video games and comedy show, folks. Thank you so much for joining. We had what quite a crew. Uh. I just happened to run into all of you seemingly out of nowhere. Uh. But thank you so yep. much for joining uh, the show today. Uh. I feel like we had a really quick rapport too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like snapped into it very fast for having been uh, for having been separated for so long in such scary circumstances. Michael, Michael C. Hearn, uh, where can people find you? Do you have anything you'd like to plug, my dear boy? Yeah, why not? I got uh, Twitter at Michael C. Hearn, and you can go to my website michaelchearn.com. I'm just gonna update it with my Halloween themed uh, short film Big Ideas Detective Agency set in the spookiest month uh, October I believe and <laughs> you can watch that on my website when I upload it nice when is that gonna be I mean are you just gonna I'll, say I'll that I'll just do it yeah I'll just <laughs> say it but I'll probably do it for real what, what, when uh, what do you mean you'll probably do it for real when why not this week I'll do it Am I bullying you into doing it, or are you doing yeah, it? Yeah, do it, bitch. Post yeah. that movie. Post right, that I movie. Will. I will post, post that movie. Very fun. Hey, if you if you don't post that movie, I'll kick your ass. Yeah, right, now nice. I gotta. Now I gotta. It's giving, right. ga- it's giving Alex when you're <laughs> kicking people's asses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll yell, not my ass on the pole. Um, <laughs> not your famous ass. <laughs> not your fam- uh, not my yeah. famous ass. Um, Alex right. Gaskin, where can people find you? What do you want people to know? Hey, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Letterboxd. I like uh, talking about movies at uh, Alex underscore J underscore Gaskin. And Jacques Maladou. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael C. Hearn um, (laughs) or on my website, michaelchearn.com. Yes. Um, We know drama, the slogan of that website. We know drama. (laughs) Um, But yeah. (laughs) And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it and you want to pay for that content, you can go to patreon.com slash supernpcradio. We have a bunch of bonus material uh, from the makers of this show. Call Me By Your Game, Inside Video Games, Classic with July, and The Reactivators. We are almost wrapped up. I want to repeat that. Almost wrapped up with our Donkey Kong Games Club. Boy, has this year flown by. Uh, We just covered Donkey Kong 64. Quite possibly the most awkward title in the entire Games Club. Uh, We will be on to Donkey Kong Country Returns, I believe, in a couple weeks. So you want to get in on that before it's too late, folks. And, uh, 
yeah, with that, we'll see you next time with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. And we'll see you at the movies. And we'll see you <laughs> at the movie. And cut. <laughs> Thank you.